this video, Black Eyed, have the Black Eyed Children grown up? We got a comment from Freaky Geek, and I'd like to go ahead and read that. When it comes to these, this is what I'm going to do with them. Um, I'm going to read some of your guys' comments, if not all the comments. But Freaky Geek had this to say about Black Eyed Children grown up. To me, it seems that some cryptids are seasonally seen or heard certain times of the year, unless you live in the area that they are frequent, or they come and go every 10, 15, 20 years in a 20-year period. You hear the sightings or stories. I found out online about black-eyed kids back in 2009, then the stories seemed to slim down a month and or two later, and then I got heard of them again in 2013 or 14 and then the chatter died down within a month could be I don't stick with some people as much as I do others but I will never but I never till now heard about them growing up and I replied back to Freaky Geek saying that yeah I definitely agree we we see a lot of cryptids and things that they pop up and then everybody's seeing them or hearing them hearing about them and then they die down. And then they pop back up again. And then they die down. And in between that, something else pops up. So it's it's kind of interesting, definitely. And at the end of this video, stick to the end of this video, and I'll have three questions. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. I'll take your guys' uh, comments. And when I do the next video, I will read some of them, if not all of them. And uh, yeah, so today we're talking about the Glimmer Man. And no, I do not mean the movie. If any of you saw that, I didn't even know there was a movie until I uh, went to explore on the subject. So the Glimmer Man is all about, it's a translucent, translucent, really? We're going to start this early in the video? <laughs> a translucent being. Okay, it was very hard if I, I don't know if I should put in this, this into the paranormal subject or cryptid or anything like that. But anyway, we don't hear a lot about these stories just because, you know, and, and where I got the article from, where I got my information from, they put it the, the right way. Um... You know, we talk about hearing or seeing Bigfoot or UFOs or aliens or ghosts and people just laugh at us, right? We're used to that. How do you explain to somebody that you've seen somebody invisible? You know what I mean? So who wants to tell that story, right? So let me go ahead and get this up and we'll start going. These are what these beings are. Um, and it starts out like if there was beings who are invisible, how can you see them? Well, these things, these beings are not entirely invisible. I mean, obviously you see some of these pictures, it's predator, right? Just because trying to explain this is very hard and with predator, they basically got the right idea of what these beings are. Now, did they base this movie off a of Predator? 
or did they base Predator, the movie, off of these beings? I have no clue. But it's very odd. Very odd. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, they are actually cloaked, like alien beings in the movie The Predator. They look like translucent, translucent beings. The only noticeable thing is the outline of, of the being, which reveals its humanoid shape. While the background is visible through them being totally distorted. Distorted. Description of this distortion varies accordingly to the terminology used by the witness. Some call them heat waves, some call them transparent plastic wrap, some even a shimmer. So it could be the shimmer man, if you've heard of that. In an effort to put it a name to this being, some people call it the glimmer man. Um, this being is not human. We don't know their genders if they have one and they don't glimmer. So that's why this person had called them translucent, translucent humanoid beings. We don't know um, who these beings are. They seem to hang out in the woods a lot. Although there are a few reports such as being inside one's home. And I haven't read anything about that yet, but who knows? You never know. Um, they seem to be very agile being able to easily climb into trees and hang out on branches. They can swim and move very fast. They make, some of them make noise when they move. So they seem to be physical, you know, like you'll hear the, if they go through the leaves or whatnot, you can hear the leaves move. So they're making sound as they go. Um, and somehow they have the ability to blend into the environment like a chameleon. They seem to be confident in their camouflage as um, apparently when they are seen, they are startled. Like, oh, you can see me? That type of thing. So, um, but then they become curious and start watching the witness, often following him or her for a certain distance. So they're probably not afraid of humans at all. Maybe they're just kind of a predator after all. In one report, there was being, this being was making a clicking sound. Does this point to an intelligent animal or language of more evolved, maybe alien being? Or clicking sound, maybe they're deaf. Clicking sound, usually um, a lot of people that are deaf use clicking sounds to find out where they're kind of like bats do with sonar. There are quite a few reports of these beings in trees. It seems that they are agile enough to clean, climb trees, and this would provide not only better safety for them, but also a better vantage point to spot any human intruders. Some people have close con contact with Bigfoot or Sasquatch, say that it also has the cloaking ability. Now, see, I've never heard that. I, I mean, I know that they can, I've heard that they can disappear, Maybe that is the cloaking device. I don't know. Um, but, however, most accounts of the translucent humanoid beings are of small, slender shapes. So they are different beings. It is still a mystery of who they are. Maybe more witnesses will come with their accounts, allowing us more depth examination. The following accounts they found on the Internet will give you a better view on what these beings might be. 
before I get into that, I will say Rosemary Ellen Gully. Um, she, I know she was one of the people that thought these were gin type people. Um, again, I have to question if they are gin. What are they doing over here? Because there's been a lot of sightings in the United States. Jen are more associated with um, Middle East. Um, and it, if it is a gin, then it's not har It's not going to harm us. I've never heard of these beings harming anybody. They're just there. And when you spot them, you spot them. Kind of like a shadow person. That's why they had so, it was so hard to categorize, categorize these. Because are they shadow people? Are they cryptids? Are they ghosts? Are they, you know, aliens? Where do you put this at, you know? So, um, with that being said, gin, there's usually bad gin, there's usually good gin, um, kind of like humans. They're just doing their daily thing, too. Um, some people think that these are government um it's a cloaking device from the government i don't know let's go ahead and get into these stories and see what is going on so this one is about one that um a translucent being translucent being in the woods and another to have your own father confess his own experience this sighting was in Louisiana. There was two sightings, one by this gentleman and then his father. So we'll go ahead and get into that. Being an outdoors man my whole life, I feel I can relate to y'all. And being a, being a next door neighbor here in Louisiana, it's that much better. First off, I want to say that even sharing this is hard because it's so unsettling for me. The experience has left me shaking and has let me question a lot in my life. You really hit it on the head on how people are affected by these encounters. It has taken me some time to get over this, and I think that I'm still not over it, but more like living with it, if that makes sense. My wife is the one who urged me to share these stories with you all, telling me that it would make me feel better if I got it out. I feel she might be right. I hope if anyone had anything like this happen, please share them. People should realize that there is more stuff like that out here and it and it's real. Here's my story. I live in a, a little town in Grand Paris, Louisiana. It's a very small town, less than 500 people. Trust me when I say everyone knows each other. People know what you are having for dinner before you do. Please don't say the name of our town or real names of the, on the show. I really don't want this to get back to me. Well, I feel bad now that <laughs> this is my friends. This is why you should proofread, right? Um, I have grown up hunting and fishing my whole life and spent countless hours in the Kisachi National Forest. It's over 600,000 acres of public land and over 100 miles of hiking and biking trails. Everything a growing boy needs, and I guess Sasquatch can also use it. 
There are lakes, creeks, and plenty of wildlife. Fishing, duck hunting, and bow hunting is just what we boys do, and we love it. So I'm in my 30s, and I've never had anything strange happen in my life. No lights in the sky or seeing anything strange until last year. During bow season here, you can only hunt certain designated units. You can't bait deer here. You can't leave your stand up either. So in order to be successful, you have to put in your time scouting. We use a lot of portable stands and climbing sticks because they are lightweight and easy to move. We as bow hunters go deep in the woods as we can to get away from the trails. So last summer, me and my cousin, he is my number one hunting buddy, and he has been my whole life, start scouting trails. Now, we're putting up game cameras and marking them with our GPS for all the good spots and places we think might give us an edge for the upcoming season. It is, it is August, so it's hot and muggy and pretty much miserable, but you have to do it. We pack in and camp around all this area and had no problems to that afternoon. We pick a camping spot, start setting up our stuff. We're always going great until my cousin asked if I heard that thing following us. I said, hell no, stop being silly. We're not kids anymore and that didn't work as it used to be. It doesn't work as it used to. So <laughs> he looks me dead in the eyes and says, man, I'm not joking. I thought you were just ignoring it. So that's why I was trying. That's what I was trying to do. But it was getting closer to me, backing off and closing back in and backing off. I told him, I haven't heard a thing. Maybe it's just him hearing stuff and that he was tired and we needed to get some rust and food and then everything would be good. He agreed. So we started setting up camp and started dinner. The weird thing about hearing something weird like that is that now every little noise you hear, you start thinking of stuff and your mind starts making you crazy. We've all done it, right? All that evening, the fire would dance on the trunks of the trees. And I think I saw something shimmer that I heard something walking around camp. I mean, all damn night walking around the camp. <laughs> all damn night walking around the camp. So I slept with my pistol close. And the next morning we packed it all up and we just kept scouting. About lunchtime we stopped and I started to have some freeze-dried backpacker food where you just have to add the water. I used my jet boil to get the water boiling. It's pretty loud for, for a pocket stove, so you have some leftover roaring noises in your ear when you turn it off. I shut it off and poured it into our packets and then we sat there about to dig in. That, my friends, is when my life changed forever. My cousin jumps straight up, freezes standing there. I look up from what he, I was eating, kind of startled, and asked him, what the hell are you doing? He didn't, or rather, couldn't reply. He just stared at the little clearing about 60 yards from us. I was starting to get that weird feeling that something wasn't right. After that night, and all you, all the noises I heard, I could feel all the warning bells going off in my body. Like when you see a snake that you didn't know was there. Except this feeling wasn't just lingering. 
So I asked him a second time. He tells me in a shaky whisper of voice, I see the predator. Now, at this point, I should have laughed or something, but it never crossed my mind. I jumped up and looked with, with him. No joke, man. There, there it was. Not like the in the movie where you can see the alien thing, but like this man-shaped shimmer. It was about 10 or 12 foot up in the tree, and it was crouched down. You could clearly tell it was a guy's shape. I wheeled around and started throwing my lunch stuff in my pack while my cousin kept staring at it. I'm really glad he did because when looking back, if I had been alone, I would have just run off and left everything. The packing took me less than 60 seconds. I had my backpack on and was holding his backpack. I walked back over to where he was and and the sting was still crouched on a limb. So I started thinking maybe it's like nothing and we're just freaking ourselves out because it hadn't moved an inch. At that moment, it was like it was reading my thoughts. This thing stands up and drops down off the limb onto the ground. My fucking heart stops. It was about five five feet tall at max and was man-made exact. When it hit the ground, you could hear it make a sound. Like any of us would jump out a tree, what we would hear. It then steps back and against the trees, it came out of for about five seconds. And then here it came. It moved toward us with a fluid moment of an animal. And it covered about 10, year, 10 yards in no time and slipped behind some small brush and stopped. We grabbed each other and took off. We were a good ways from where we had parked, and I knew it would be a couple hours hike because we, like, made a big circle when we go at it. So there's no sprinting to make it to safety or anything. We just had to push as hard as we could to get back to the truck. We moved as fast and as direct as we could, making our way through the brush in the forest. But it wasn't near fast enough. Every time we stopped and tried to catch our breath, there it was. I would, it would never get closer than 50 feet of us. It was right there every single time we stopped moving. I am now positive that that was what we heard the day prior and all that night. I would, aside from us, it would... It would, aside from us and parallel to us, but it seemed to move much easier than we could. We never heard it speak, never heard it breathe. We didn't hear it making any other sounds than sound of movement. We pushed on so hard I thought I was going to have a heart attack. We eventually made it back to the truck and this thing, this predator, whatever it was, had shattered us for over two hours in constant movement. We threw our stuff in the back and hauled ass. We didn't speak at all on the way home. We weren't just exhausted. By now, I think we must have been in some type of shock. I dropped my cousin my cousin off at his house. I went home, sat on my porch, looking at trees and other houses, making sure it wasn't there either. My wife knew something wasn't right. She started questioning me. After a few hours, I told her. I know this kinds of sounds kind of silly, 
Just holding her and telling her made me feel better. And it helped me realize that it was over. I was home. I didn't go out back there for a while. If I hadn't left my trail cam out there, I wouldn't have gone back out there all year. Can you imagine going through that? Being in that state of scaredness, in that state of shock. His story continues. So jump forward to Christmas 2017, a few months after this thing went down. We're all over at my folks' place having a big lunch and a great time with a family. Typical Southern Christmas, I'm sitting by the fire ring. So I'm sitting by the fire ring alone, having a whiskey. My dad comes out of the out with eggnog or something because he doesn't drink. He sits down beside me. We don't say anything for a bit. We both just start watching the fire. Without looking up, he says, So you ran into the Phantom too, huh? Now listen, my dad and I are best friends. We've talked about everything. But you could have knocked me down with a feather when he said that. This is not a conversation I was ever planning to tell my dad, or anyone else for that matter, except my wife. My cousin and I haven't discussed it since that day, until my dad now, until my dad now tells me this. My dad said that my wife had said something to him because she was worried that I hadn't been the same since my experience. He asked what happened. She pulled him aside and told him what I said what I had said. All this had gone down since minutes before he came outside to talk to me. I turned my head around and before I could say anything he tells me, I ran into him in my senior year of high school. He tells me that in the winter of 75, he and one of his best friends were duck hunting on the on that guy's place. They had their dogs with them and they we're having a great time. It was cool and perfect weather. My dad says that he saw something he couldn't explain. He tells me that he saw what he saw looked like stacks of Reynolds paper. That clear, clean plastic stuff. Except that it was in the shape of a man. It was moving along the shoreline opposite the river they were hunting on. What he saw was a what he saw was a man shape between five or six feet tall, clear or see-through, except had a distortion along the edges and the center was noticeably more clear. The phantom thing was moving like it had a purpose. The moment my dad and his friends started watching it somehow recognized that, that it was being observed and fro it froze in place. It squatted down and watched them back for a bit. The dogs were acting really strange and super ner nervous. They're whimpering and whining and getting real antsy. My dad and his buddy stood up holding their guns and started to go back to the truck. This phantom thing then slid off into the water and un went under. They didn't know what to say or do, really. They beeland back to the truck, loaded the dogs in their gear. They were just about to head out when my dad saw the thing in the tree about 20 yards from the truck, just watching them. He hadn't heard anything and the dogs had chilled out when they got back to the truck. 
so he'd not reason to worry. However, at that moment, he got scared, and they hauled ass out of there. He and his buddy didn't talk about it for afterward, about it afterwards. They graduated and moved on with their lives. His buddy moved on now to North Carolina. My dad mentioned it one time to a guy that owns the land that they had hunted on. He laughed and said that he's never seen anything like that. But it's hard to keep cats around his barn and all around his pay place. Maybe that's why. My dad assured me that day that I wasn't crazy. Wow. Right? Wow. Here's another one about with uh, two sightings by the same witness with clicking sounds. This came off the, the podcast, Behold the Glimmer Man, Expanded Perspectives. If you guys haven't listened to the P Expanded Perspectives uh, podcast, check it out. They're a bunch of funny guys. I love them. That's when I'm doing laundry at work. Because <laughs> even though I'm front desk, we still do laundry. And uh, I listen to them while I do that. It passes the time so quickly. And before I know it, I'm done doing laundry. And I love it. I love it. I always look forward to their new podcast each week. So anyway, now that we're done with that advertisement, no. <laughs> um, two sightings of the same witness by clicking sound. The story is interesting because the witness saw the same or similar being twice in his childhood. Both times the being making clicking sounds. Okay, let's see. Crap. I lost it. There it is. Okay. They start out by saying, this is 100% true, and it's really hard for me to share this because anytime I've tried to share, tried to tell this to someone, I get laughed at and accused of just trying to pull their leg. I recently seen an article about a woman who was hunting and seen an invisible slash croak cloaked creature that she described as almost predator from the movie of the same name. I read her story and seen the picture she took of the said predator. Now for her pictures, I personally think that is a combination of flare from the sun and a close-up of possibly her face or something. I'm not dismissing her story though. Actually quite the opposite since I too have encountered something similar. And it is what prompted me to seek out if anybody else has encountered a predator in the woods. Now, onto my account, encounter. When I was about five years old, I was playing by the edge of the woods behind my grandmother's house. I played there often and my grandmother just kept an eye on me from the kitchen or living room because the house had huge windows that faced the woods. She would come out every once in a while just to see what I was up to. I was obsessed with digging in the dirt and collecting unusual rocks and arrowheads that littered the land from land where my grandmother lived. I should mention that this is Midwest Illinois, not far from Cahokia Mountains. So finding arrowheads was actually not that uncommon. Anyway, that day I remember picking out a spot to dig. I had been out there for quite a while because I remember I had a pretty decent size hole going on when something caught my eye in the tree that, it, that I was next to. 
I almost didn't know how to explain it, but it looked like almost a heat wave coming off the branch of the tree. It was fall. I remember this because I had my pink jacket on. And I remember thinking that my mom was going to be pissed because I had dirt around the bottoms of my arms from digging. I also remember that there's a lot of leaves on the ground. Anyway, I'm starting at this heat wave, or I'm staring at this heat wave and realize that it's a human, it's human shaped. So here I am, five years old, wondering why there was an invisible man in the tree. I remember feeling scared, but unsure what to do. Then it started moving and making a fainting clicking sound. This is about the time that I decided I was not supposed to be seeing this, and I hightailed it back to the house. My grandmother seen I was pretty shaken, and I remember her or remember telling her they had just seen an angel. My five-year-old mind, I didn't know what else it could be. I had never heard of aliens or ghosts or monsters, so to me, an angel, because that's all my little mind could think of. Fast forward to when I was about 12 years old. By this time, the encounter was way out of my mind. I loved watching action and sci-fi movies. My dad rented a movie called Predator. And I'm watching it with him. And the first time you see Predator's invisibility slash cloak, I about shit my pants. All the memories from that day of digging in the dirt came flooding back. I even asked my dad if Predator was real or if he knew of anyone or any animal that could that had that cloaking ability. He told me it was all fake. It wasn't like it was today where I could just Google it. I had no access to the internet. So again, I just put it out of my mind. Again, fast forward about 2004. I'm grown. I have three small children. I just went through a separation from my husband. I moved to the next town over to an apartment with my kids. These apartments are all one level duplexes with there being five buildings. I'm in the very last apartment of the last building. The apartments are considered in town, but on the outskirts. They're in a deep ditch that runs behind the buildings. Okay, wait. Oh, there is a deep ditch that runs behind the buildings with a chain link fence that separates the backyard from the ditch. There are about six or seven trees on our side of the fence. If you follow the ditch a little bit, you hit a small forest that eventually leads to the country with a larger forest and farmland. I am a smoker, but would not smoke in the apartment because of the kids. So I often went out to the back porch. One night I was up late doing laundry and stuff after the kids went to bed. I decided to take a smoke break before myself went to sleep. I'm back there on the porch and I started hearing this faint clicking noise. I immediately look into the ditch because I had seen a groundhog out there a few days before and thought maybe he was out there again. The yard is faintly lit from the outside light. Sorry, lost my train of thought, guys. <laughs> um, okay, the yard is faintly lit from the outside that is by the playground that is to the right of the back of the porch. I didn't turn on my porch light. I didn't normally if I was going out for a quick smoke. I didn't see any groundhog or movement from the ditch, so I go back to smoking my cigarette. The flank, faint clicking 
sounds keep happening and slight shift of movements make me look up into the tree to the left of my porch. It's there. The same invisible scene, thing that I had seen when I was five. It is like a distortion and in a humanoid shape. It's crouched down on the branch with an arm out holding onto the trunk of the tree. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is happening. Has it come back to kill me for seeing it all those years ago? All I could think about was my kids in the apartment sleeping. I ran in and slammed and locked the door. I ran to the kids' room and made sure all their windows were locked. Then I just turned the lights out in the living room and stared out the blinds to the tree to see if I could catch another glimpse of it. I sat there for about a good 10 minutes and couldn't see anything. I began to think that I'm just tired and my mind was playing tricks on me. But as finally talking myself down, my neighbor's dog comes running across the yard and starts barking at the tree. It's the same branch that I see this predator thing. That pretty much freaked me out because the dog was not a barker. I actually have never heard him bark at anything, even at the groundhog that would have been hanging out in the ditch. This barking went on for a few minutes until I hear the neighbor lady who owns the dog calling back inside. The dog reluctantly turns to go back inside home, stopping every few feet to look back at the branch of the tree until he was out of my sight. I didn't sleep that night, and I have never seen anything like that again. I don't know what to think of it, and I'm, I'm a grown woman. I have kids and a good career. I just want to know if anyone else has ever had the experience like this. I know what I saw, believe it or not, and thanks for taking the time to read this. Man, that's crazy. So do you think if these things are real... And these people are seeing them. Do they follow them? Are like they curious? Like, did they know? Was it the same one that saw her when she was five? And now he's looking at her as an adult? So many questions. <laughs> so many questions. Along the highway near Seattle, Washington. This is expanded perspectives, too. They're not only in the woods, but also along busy interstate highways. I am 40 years old and my name is Daniel Belsquez. I'm a construction worker in Seattle, Washington. In this, in this late August, in late August this year, 2008, I was riding in a passenger seat of a work truck with my boss, driving and another worker sitting in the back. We were on our way to the job site in Seattle and there was we are exiting the I-5 freeway, which is the main interstate between Canada down to Mexico. As we were exiting the freeway, I was just sitting back in my seat, and I looked to my right, and I seen this predator figure moving to its right. I jumped up in my seat and said to my boss, oh, my God, did you see that? Look, I was absolutely stunned. There was this little out outcropping of trees, and beyond that were these three or four homeless people that just going about their business. They seemed to be clueless about the figure that was walking about 20 yards in front of them. I was absolutely shocked and did not know what to say or do. I only saw this figure for about four or five seconds. But when I turned to my boss to ask if he was seeing this and then turned back where I saw the figure, it was gone or I had lost sight of it. It was exactly like the predator figure in the movie. 
not the alien form, but the cloaked version. In my 40s, I've never seen, in my 40 years, I've never seen anything like that. My wife is the only person that I have told because I don't want people, people to think I'm crazy. Wow. There's a whole bunch of these stories, guys. So what do you think? What do you think about them? If you'd like to hear more stories, let me know. I'll definitely keep doing them. So my three questions to you that I want to ask you, and you can answer one, you can answer them all. I don't mind. And then when I do another video, I will put your comments in the description or not in the description. I will read your comments before we start, just like the start of this video. So what do you think Glimmermen are? What do you think they are? Are they aliens? Are they jinn? Are they ghosts? Are they cryptids? What category would you put them in? And the last question, do you think there are more stories out there about them? Or do you think, I mean, the last story was in 2018. What do you think? I mean, how do you tell a story like that when you're telling, well, this person was invisible? Is it the government? Do you think it's a cloaking device for the government? What do you guys think? I want to hear your take on it. I think it's pretty freaking crazy. Um, not in, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think there's a lot of things in this world that we don't understand, and I think this is one of them. Um, and I wish there was a video out there, and I don't know if it was real. I don't know if it was faked. But I saw it a couple years ago of one of these translucent, translucent beings walking. And I wish I could remember where I searched forever for that video, and I can't find it. If you guys happen to come across it, will you share it with me? Because I really want to see that video again. I really want to study it. So anyway, guys, thanks for hanging with me. Please answer those questions. I'd love to know what you guys think about this. And until next time, bye.